She sounds she like an un- she sounds like an uncomfortable woman. Yeah, she does. I hate that. I hate that. Whatever it is, because you know, if she's getting paid, she's not getting paid a lot. No, she's not. She's having to do this like every time somebody hits record. It's got to be it's the same chick. I'm assuming every single every single one. Yeah. What's yeah. uh? No such thing as a recorded audio, but you know she got to be live with it. Yeah. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? My name is Shane Smith, and I am here on my podcast, Organic Poison. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Beautiful week. It's been uh, obviously been active. Been doing a couple more episodes than usual over the course of the past few days, so I'm going to try to keep the momentum going. And this is an, uh, uh, an episode that's been kind of in the making for a couple of weeks now. Tell them who you are, my man, D. D Shaw. What's good, everybody? Um, I'm D Shaw225, aka Kid from the Z. I'm an independent rapper and songwriter from Zachary, Louisiana. A little small town by Baton Rouge and chopping it up on uh, organic poison, man. Dude, hell yes. I'm so glad. I'm so glad to have you here, man. I mean, to to be fair, like like I've been I've been almost like fanboying over you since I followed you just a couple of days ago, but I've been keeping oh, up with I've been seeing you like and like seeing your shit pop up on Explore page, which I mean I imagine we probably have a few mutuals anyway, but like mm-hmm. every time I see your page, I scroll down because it's like man, this, this boy is having fun, like and it's, and yeah. like that's all before I get to the main fact, dude. Your fucking music is awesome too, bro. <laughs> Thank you, Shane, for real. Appreciate yeah. that. Dude, I, uh, I, I'm shame on me, man. Like, I, truth be told, it's like I listen to music, but I don't listen to music anywhere near the level I did, say, four years ago until like the 20 years before that, pretty much. Yeah, since I was a yeah. child. Something happened when like podcasts came out and like took over. Like, it's like that consumes like all day for me, like listening. Yeah. To, and it's, it sucks, <laughs> but in the same breath, whenever I do listen to music, it always likes just brings me back to like just, all the best memories. It's almost like like a drug. Oh, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I've referred to uh, like timeless music as a time machine many times, you know. Yeah. It brings you back to that one moment that may, that one song may do it. Right. And it's like something about like it's it, it's rare that you listen to like a uh and this isn't a knock at I mean obviously there are plenty of other artists doing their thing and having their own styles and stuff but like Something the first word that comes to mind when I take in your music and just the, your visuals and just you being you is authentic. 
Like that Thank is the bro. very first, and that includes <clears throat> with your bars and every, obviously you're having fun and you're wanting to go hard, like you're doing your shit. But it still seems so authentic. It seems authentically. And that's. Uh, I'm glad you say that because that's that's really been my only goal since I started this shit. Like I've never. I was doing it before, like, being a rapper was trendy, so to say. So it's like, I yeah. always wanted to do it, like, my way. You know, don't yeah. get me wrong. I've had inspirations and shit. Absolutely. But authenticity has really just been the main goal the whole time. <clears throat> yeah, man. I mean, it's like, and this is, for the record and on the record, this is literally the first time we've ever talked about 15 Thanks. minutes ago. <laughs> We're already clicking like Adam Sandler, man. It's, <laughs> it's great. Hell yeah. That's amazing. Dude, yeah, before we started recording, you guys can't see this right now, but these got on like a Carhartt hat and a Carhartt jacket, and I was just sign me. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, I think Action Bronson's got to have a deal with Carhartt, but like, he has to. Dude, there's a whole uh, just really that New York rapper thing. Carhartt's yeah. been Carhartt and Tim's, bro. It's been a thing for a while now, but yeah, yeah. Action probably pushes it the most, like modern day. Man, before and probably even since he has had his transformation, but like almost every episode of Fuck That's Delicious, like this dude is rocking a big ass Carhartt t shirt. And I'm like, damn, that is yeah. that is hard. Like he don't give a damn. That's a big ass shirt, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, he lost a lot of weight, boy. but he's yeah, yeah. Dude, but he the thing is is like now he just looks like a swole meatball, man. Like he looks like oh, he can man, kick somebody's he, ass. <laughs> I think he's he's been training like MMA and shit. Matter of fact, I've got UFC four on Dude, PlayStation. They got him as a character. Yeah, in man. Bitch, bro. And you, I didn't have to awesome. pay for him. I would have he might nah. have been one of the only ones I would have paid for. <laughs> I think you gotta pay for like fucking Tyson Fury or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did the pre order. I got the pre order mm-hmm. when it came out. Dude, listen, I, I'm sure you probably haven't had the, at all the desire or time to listen to all 70 episodes of this podcast, but I swear to God, I don't go more than two episodes without talking about UFC 4. <laughs> that's awesome. My brother's playing it as we speak right yeah. now. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Yeah. like, But I pre-ordered it because I was like a crackhead playing UFC 3, and this was uh-huh. before we got the good internet hooked up where I live. And okay. I wouldn't even be able to do Zoom like this, but fortunately we got good internet like halfway through COVID. But yeah. uh I digress. <laughs> um but no, like and then when I got UFC four, that was like right when I got the good internet. Bruh, I was like that's just like it a crackhead. Up, it was dude. up at that point. Yes. Yeah. It's like all the homies are playing Fortnite or like Daisy or some shit like that. And I'm like, nah, dude, I'm kicking ass. I'm and they're like, how do you just play the ass. same thing over and over again? I'm like, have no idea. It is not the well, same. Do you play thing. online? You play online Hell or yeah. just mostly like yeah, that's dude. the fun part, you know. That's, you really be into saying. that shit. I've already, I'm, I say already, I got it when the game came out and I'm like, you know how like the badge changes colors as it, as it, right, like, right. you get to like 99 and it starts over. I'm mm-hmm. like, I think level 60 or 60 something in red, the badge is red. I'm like, man, I play this game too much. <laughs> like it's a problem. I talk about it on the podcast too. It's just funny that you said that you play that shit too. <laughs> That's awesome, bro. I'm def- I'm definitely a fan as well. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I am uh, not a PlayStation guy. I have an Xbox, but oh man, go to hell! Yeah, <laughs> you, you just shut the video. <laughs> <laughs> I just slammed my laptop. This guy plays Xbox, man. Let's get out of here. <laughs> no, I'm not that diehard on it, but I've seen people rage over that shit. 
Yeah. I mean, it's to me, like, I don't know, after all the things that like I've watched people argue about over the past two years, like console wars is not a big deal anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like my no, brain I'm capacity I guess I'm an adult now. <laughs> yeah. We ain't going to. Yeah. <laughs> no time just, for that shit. Yeah. I was like, dude, there's, there are things going on in the world outside of that. But I mean, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in the video game world right now. Apparently. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with, uh, well, obviously you're familiar with Microsoft, but right. You know, the company that makes games, they're a game development company called Activision. Activision. Yeah. That's like an older one, huh? Yeah. They've been around for a long time. They've done some of the Call of Duties, but I'm pretty sure they did some of the Tony Hawks too, which I don't know if you played those back in the day, but, uh, I played, uh, anything from like 06 to like, that's probably the earliest I got on Tony Hawk. Yeah. I mean, it was forget the, like American that, Wasteland, like PS2 shit. American Wasteland was the first one. Man, this is crazy. But uh, American Wasteland was the first one that had no loading screens. Like that was their big thing. Okay. But you would go through, you would go through, <clears throat> uh, like you wouldn't have to back out and go to a different area or whatever. It was just like, like Grand Theft Auto, like Sandbox or whatever. And yeah. it really, I mean, going back and playing it now, I'd probably like, well, this is like not shit. But in the same breath at the time, at I the time, they, right? They had like Tony Hawk in the commercial, and it was like he got to where it was supposed to be, like going into the next level, and he smashed into like a loading screen, and then they're like, oh fuck, they made it disappear. Perfect it was, promo. Yeah, yeah, dude, it was kick ass. But I don't even really remember why we started talking about that. But uh, anyway, Microsoft bought Activision. So that was where I was going with that. They just like, but Microsoft, that's like the fourth company they've bought in the past couple of years. So Microsoft's out here trying to, trying to win the console wars. They taking (laughs) over, man. Hell yeah, man. So I have a question for you. Whenever, let's just, let's not say today, who do you listen to uh, a good bit? But like when you first started getting into rap, like to where not necessarily into the music, but I mean, maybe it was at the same time, but like when you first decided that I think I can do this shit or like, I want to do this shit. Right. So not like the first rapper I heard, but the first I heard that inspired me to rap. Right. And either, or and it could have uh, been around the same definitely, thing. Yeah. Well, like uh, Lil Wayne and Eminem was some of the first hip hop that I heard. Yeah. Like the first album I ever heard was Carter three. I heard it at the skate park in my homies, MP3 player. I'm like eight or nine years old. I'm like, this is fucking dope. But at the time, I wouldn't want to be a rapper, you know. I'd say Mac Miller was the artist in middle school I heard, and I was seeing his visuals, just basically seeing his whole fucking aesthetic. I hate that word, but that's yeah, a good I word for it. Uh, so, yeah, when I was, like, in middle school, like, sixth, seventh grade, I, Mac Miller was popping, and I was like, I want to do that shit, you know. Yeah. Dude, <clears throat> that, that definitely makes sense. And, I mean, and I'm not saying that it makes – I'm I, more so I'm saying it because of just, like, the timeline, like, probably from, like – where you, I mean, to be honest, like I was listening to shit, like my crossover music was like Gorillas, Linkin Park, and then, you know, Jay Z was with Linkin Park, and then I kind of just started. Yeah, I was about to it. say, they all have that hip hop essence yeah. to it, the Gorillas especially. I love Hell them. yeah, dude, they're a fucking awesome band. But then it was like, whenever I discovered, like my homies put me on to Lil Wayne, it was a rap. Like, wow, that was lame. I did not mean that pun, but <laughs> but it was a rap. It was multiple raps. <laughs> yeah. In Lil Wayne fashion, it was a rap. But no, yeah. like, and Lil Wayne became that was I was going to be him. 
Like, but I know I was playing in bands and shit at the time, but like whenever, right. like it made me, I wanted to be more like a rock star, like Lil Wayne than any other fucking rock band I had ever seen. Oh yeah. You like know I said, what I'm that was like, the first album I actually bought, you know, dude, it was Carter, Carter three. When that album came out, my brother downloaded that shit on his homeboy's computer. Cause we had to drive from Jackson to Macomb. I'm from mm-hmm. Macomb and I grew up in Macomb, but at one point in time okay. I lived in Jackson or like three points in time I lived in Jackson. And now I live right outside of Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, Just but back and forth with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be around here for a while though. Like about as long as I was in Macomb for sure. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, and he had downloaded the Carter three. And I just remember like, I'll never forget that whole ride to Macomb. Cause it's like an hour and 15 minutes. So we're listening to Carter three yeah. for the first time in the whip. And neither one of us like smoked, like he, my brother didn't smoke or nothing. So we were just completely sober, just like riding home. Cause I was like vibes, 15, yeah. 16. Yeah. I smoked yeah. when I was 14 and then right when I turned 15, but then I stopped started dating a girl, uh, like, you know, whatever. But, and I was playing yeah, yeah. in like Christian bands and shit like that. So I was trying to do the thing or whatever. Yeah. I reckon Mississippi Christian bands ain't went too fond on the ganja. <laughs> oh no, dude. I got, I actually eventually got kicked out of like the band that I toured most of the country with or that I toured oh, the wow. most with that band ended up kicking me out. Cause I, I was smoked cause I failed a piss test. They made me take a drug test. Mind oh, you, shit. mind you, it's here. We are like 11 years removed. But in the same breath, so it's easy for me to say this, but I've been saying this pretty much since then. I really, mm-hmm. part of the thing was you can't smoke weed. You know what I'm saying? So I was only so upset. I was like, I was bummed, but I knew like I was, I had been raging, dude. I mean, I, I had stopped, yeah. you know, raging and partying for a little while after I got a taste of it at a, as a teenager or as right. at 14. But then like once I got 17, it was kicking with every everywhere I went in like Pike County area. People were like, bro, what's mm-hmm. up, man? You can fucking, you know, like it was the coolest yeah. thing in the world <laughs> to like come back home after like being gone for like two nights or something <laughs> or like a yeah. couple of weeks. But even I would still be like, yeah, man, just got back from tour. <laughs> like we yeah. just went like an hour and a half away and came back. And I'm like, man, fucking great. They're like, dude, still, you I call it. <laughs> yeah. I call it touring, man. Anything out of state, really. Yeah, and that, that was it. Was fun, dude. And it, that's one thing. Another thing that we were talking about before we got on, uh, we started recording. So I'm like, man, I could easily see you like on the road, dude. Like, I, I'm not trying to jump the gun. I don't, I don't know if that's <laughs> something that you are interested in doing, but that's something you should seriously look into how to. Get on, go to different cities and start fucking performing all over the place. Absolutely, bro. Uh, like I said, I, well, not like I said, I haven't said it yet, but <laughs> I do this, like this rap shit. Like it's all me, like 110%. I don't have a manager, yeah. booking agent, A&R, none of that shit. Like it's just me and the music. So like if a tour does happen to, you know, approach or make some type of opportunity, I'm, you know, I'm on it. Dude, it's just, yeah. it's a lot of, it's a lot of steps to get to that point. It's the budget mainly. Oh yeah, you know? dude, definitely. That, <clears throat> and I've learned, you know, just from more from observing than anything else. Uh, I've learned that there is something about like, you have to have, it's one of those things with rap is like, it has become, you have to have money to make money. It's like, because yeah. you, you're not, you don't want to be the guy 
that tries too hard. Like think about if you did go get famous for making like a really dumbass song and like that you didn't even like, you made a, you made a TikTok out of it. And like you, you dumped two grand into pushing this TikTok or something. And that's how you got big. It's like, Oh man, like now you're forever known for that. Whatever made that song catchy. That's you. Yeah. And even worse, even worse, you don't make it. You're out of two grand and everybody that's looking foolish. Everybody (laughs) that's been fucking with you for being authentic as shit and like doing your thing and honest and that little bit of pride that you had. They're like, wow, bro, you gave that shit up. Just (laughs) you blew it. (laughs) (laughs) Look what you did. Like Uh, that would be crazy. I don't even, you know, but I've had that conversation with so many people. They're like, bro, just make, they're like, we get it, bro. Like you got bars, you're lyrical, (laughs) whatever. It's like, just make that one, like, not club banger, but just that yeah. one song that'll pop up. And I'm like, I'm I'm not out here just making hits, hoping one pops off. I'm building like a, I'm polishing the craft essentially. You know what I mean? So right. You're also uh, building IP. So I mean, yeah. Like the, like, the more music you make, like especially if you have all the intentions of having something that's gonna blow, like whatever right. it may be, whether it be your music or your TikTok. I don't even know if you have TikTok. I was just making that as a reference. To be honest, I have TikTok, but it's mostly cooking content. I'm trying to somehow put, kind of like an action Bronson blueprint, if you will. I'm trying to incorporate the cooking with the hip hop. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky apparently has a cooking show now. He's a UFC UFC fighter. Yeah, Yeah, really? Yeah, I think he has it on YouTube. I have never actually watched uh, it, but I've heard Ariel Wawane talk about it. Is he grilling elk steaks with Joe Rogan now? He's not about it. He's not. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. He started doing it during quarantine. So chances are he's probably not, he's, he's like, he lives in Australia. I'm pretty sure. But I know that, I, I don't know. I nerd out over UFC. He was like having to stay here for like a couple of months and he was doing shows like these different random shows and stuff. Yeah. Kind of cool though, but he's a badass. So that's the reason why it's kind of cool. Oh, Some yeah. people will suck like Dylan Dennis. I don't know if you know who he is. I'm not sure I know him. He's, I don't, he's not necessarily a shitty fighter. I don't know how good of a fighter he is, but he like is this dude that's, he used to like hang out with Conor McGregor all the time. Mm-hmm. And like he just talks shit all like on social media to everybody, like for attention. Like it, but I mean, it works. People still talk about him, even though they say he's Look at Jake Paul, bro. <laughs> well, that's who he, he be tries, he beats with Jake Paul and shit. Jake Paul's oh. like, like threw a bunch of, of water course. wounds at him. Like they had a little internet thing going back and forth. It was pretty funny, but yeah. Calabasas boy shit, you know what I'm saying? They're just on some rich boy shit doing yeah. rich boy shit over there. Which some is Bass fine. Pro hat shit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The cops aren't going to do anything to these guys anyway if they're just riding around tearing up shit in the middle of a, you know, Beverly Hills or something. Yeah, fuck it, man. Uh, but anyway, I don't really know. Oh, yeah. But as far as like, you know, if, if you've got all this music that you've gotten recorded and backed up and it's like, if you have, you know, I don't know how you work out with your beats and shit like that, but it's like, let's just say that you pay for leases on everything that you've got and you mm-hmm. just leave that shit up. I mean, eventually if you do blow up, somebody's going to have to go back and either pay for all those leases, like exclusive full rights or whatever. Right. But in the same breath, if you're, if you've got that much stuff and then you do authentically and genuinely take your time and build and grow a fan base, they're all going to go back and listen to that stuff. Exactly. That's why, like, like I said earlier from the start, if it's authentic, you yeah. may not get the recognition at first, but when it does, they're going to be like, damn, he's been out here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? 
Exactly. And then all that stuff becomes like, I mean, that's, I, I want to say that like, I heard this from somebody. I don't think that this is just something, I mean, this is just I kind of stuff that you pick up on listening to people talk, I guess, all day, every day. But it's like in this era, they didn't necessarily have it like the way we do now. You can up the way you can just upload music and you oh, pay yeah. for, if you've got all your ducks in a row as far as getting it on streaming services, the bigger, if you, grinding out trying to blow your shit up eventually all those people go back it's on a much much smaller level than what i'm talking about like with my podcast i go back and a lot of people when they go and they listen to the podcast for the first time they go all the way to the first episode which is fun because to me because i talk about all kinds of shit with all kinds of people but but in the same breath it's like those numbers are are honestly so much higher than like the numbers that for like the most recent episodes and you just see just see them go up it's like it's just weird how people will go all the way back because in my head i'm like i want to hear the information that you're talking about that came out today but then i also have to stop and think that my podcast isn't really like that (laughs) so we talk about topical shit but it is what it is talking about myself again i apologize uh we good man we're just shooting the shit yeah so Anyway, you could that's and that's all money in your pocket. I want to say Russ was somebody who was talking about this stuff. Like when he I mean, it's all information that obviously is like right in front of us, but in the same breath, when you put it together like that, it's like, oh my God, like if you're grinding out and your shit blows up for any reason at all, people can go mm-hmm. back and listen to your previous catalog. And if your shit's set up right and and you get it set up right, eventually even better, uh, yeah. you can get fucking paid. And it's like you you don't have to be you know sign all of that shit away. Yeah, like I got uh my earliest shit. It's on like SoundCloud, Spinrilla. Yeah, you know. But even like I listen to it now, and I'm it's kind of cringeworthy just because I've evolved so much. Sure, I still have people hit me up all the time, like listening to shit I made when I was like 16 and I'm like, how the fuck do y'all genuinely like that? But yeah, it's art though at the end of the day, you know, you never know what's going to stick with somebody. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. <clears throat> I, I was talking to a guy, uh, last night actually. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And he, he kind of makes music. I, he, he, he said a thousand times. He's like, I didn't do this on purpose. Like I didn't even know who this, his music sounds a little bit like kind of like Lil Peep, but also like more grunge Rocky too. Like he, he kind of goes, I don't know. It's weird. I've been, how seeing, I've been seeing a little sub genre of that get more popular over the years. Kind of yeah. mixing that alt with that, not emo, but Lil Peep yeah. vibe. Yeah. It's what, it's funny. Cause it really is emo, but it's like, you don't want, I feel like I'm insulting those artists. Exactly. Like, saying that. Like, it's like when I was growing up, emo is like, you're getting roasted, you know, yeah. like if you're emo. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But now if it's a genre, you know, I don't, yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> it is the, I, I was about to say, and the nerds always come out on top. So, I mean, if even if yeah. that's the case, don't even worry about it. You know, absolutely. But in the same breath, I definitely think that. I mean, it is emotionally charged music, and essentially, that is what emo music is. So, mm-hmm. because you have you have like these soft little acoustic dudes that are considered emo music. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you also have these fucking My Chemical Romance out here, which is like poster child for like um like the depressed but fucking powerful pop punk sounding shit. Yeah. Is, the spectrum is so broad for emo music is what I'm saying. And and fucking yeah. My Chemical Romance is the shit. And all the emo kids with guitars got laid, so. Exactly. At the end of the day, emo wins. <laughs> there you go. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let us keep wearing our fucking car heart. <laughs> and, and our car heart. In my dungarees, bro. <laughs> yeah. But Fuck. no. It's a, 
anyway, no, and that's kind of how he is. He he said he makes music. And, you know, he was, this is what he was telling me, but, uh, he makes music at such a high volume. He said he'll make like four or five songs a week, like every week. And he'll just take them and put them to the side because how some people are, they're very critical about their music. So for him, you know, and that's seems to be consistent with most people I talk to. Most people I talk to, not exclusively on the podcast, but it's like they're always so critical about what they're putting out. And it's like, good i mean that's a good way to be the guy yeah. used to make music with all the time it was the same way like mm-hmm. we'd have all kinds of music and it's just like not like the same it chief of putting something else they're you know, doing something else yeah i think anybody who really cares about their artistry they are particular with it like everything i know i am like I right. fucking, sometimes i overthink it but i just want it to go smooth you know yeah like i mean i get it i mean sometimes for, for me like i feel like if i do listen to something too long then like I'm not going to be hype about putting it out, mm-hmm. you know. Like my thing is is like, but I also this is one thing that balanced me and the other guy out though was because J Rad. Everybody, most people who listen to the podcast heard me talk about him. That's my dog, but uh, he had an ear for engineering. Like it was like that was his thing. Me, I don't like. I'm just yeah. fucking. Oh, you know, we'll just go and do it, and I'll hit the little melody in the background and sound like shit without you editing it. You know, yeah. but then when people edit my shit or not edit, mix my shit and all that other stuff, it's like, oh man, I sound even better. Thank you because I fucking yeah. wasn't paying any attention. Thank you for it's telling crazy. me to say like, it this way and not that way. Talented engineers, they definitely don't get their props, man. Like it's awesome. Yeah, let me ask you, do you ever uh, go to a studio and record any of your music? Yeah, I recorded. I haven't, I literally just started recording myself um, like December of last year, so like a month ago. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but before that, I was going, you know, I've got several dudes I lock in with. Uh, shout out Swagger Studio. He's making a huge impact in BR right now. Um, DJ Kale. Just several other people like here in New Orleans, I'll, you know, bounce back and forth studios. But now sure. that I'm able to record at the crib, I'm not even focusing too hard on mixing. As long as I can lay clean vocals, I'll send the stems out and they'll yeah. send it back. So exactly. it's a win-win having your own studio. <clears throat> yeah, that's awesome. That's a, And it's a great scenario. And I mean, it's like it's always been a thing for forever, but it's like it seems like so many people are starting to just do that now. Like it's yeah, business the thing with you it, can though, mix a song I, uh, really well. I had the equipment since I put out my first mixtape in 2017, but it's like I dropped it and then I was getting feedback like, yeah, bro, like the lyrics are raw, like everything's cool, but the quality is just ass. And I, yeah. at that point forward, I was like, that's not what I want to hear. Let me just go to someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. I'll come back to it later. And several years later, I'm back to not square one because I've still been building all them years, but it's like sure. I want to lock in and learn, you know, yeah. ASAP. That's good for you. It, I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, it definitely it definitely helps because <laughs> yeah, i never I, just, <clears throat> like getting experience in other studios that a lot of artists you need that because some people can only record at the comfort of their closet right which is exactly. cool you know that's when your best shit will come out but you need that experience if you plan on you know traveling and doing something with it. absolutely yeah see because for me like and like i said i don't i never took the time and haven't taken the time and have boxed myself up out from ha- making the time to learn now like as far as mixing and shit goes, like I'm just terrible. With, like I'm, I'm more like a, uh, I can put everything there. I mean, like as far as recording and shit and putting my layer and all that other stuff, but that's it. 
Yeah. I can't do anything else. I'll sit there and do my little different shit for my hooks and different shit for my verses and, you know, good enough at least. Right. I can split my shit up and hear it good enough in my headphones, the different ways that I'll listen to it. But other right. than that, I can't do the volumes. I can't, I don't know. It all sounds great to me. You put the bitch out the way it is. Exactly. Like, then you put it out and it's like, damn, I should have fucking had it professionally done. Yeah. Exactly. And it just works out better because I don't have, you know, a, a three hour window that I just spent half of my paycheck on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and three hours, fuck, you know, like to be fair, I've done that. You know, I went to, there was a studio actually in Jackson, the dudes, the guy who owns the place is cool as shit. His name's Shane, but, uh, ironically hey. enough, <laughs> but, uh, and I Shane wanted to, squared. <laughs> there you go. I wanted to, uh, you know, go do that. I had never gone to a studio to record rap music before. And I've been making rap music for 12 years now, 13 years, along off and on, not, not at all consistently, but a couple of mixtapes, a couple of projects with other people and stuff. But, and I never ever recorded rap music in an actual professional studio. And, you know, I knew that I knew how the whole paying by the hour thing works. And, but I, I wasn't exactly sure like how, how many slots do I need to buy to do X amount of songs? It's like, I know, I, I know my lyrics, you know, I got my shit in my phone. I got, I've been practicing, you know, I, I did all that before I, I know better than to just show up and be like, all right, dude, off the dome. Yeah, me, like yeah. this stove real quick. Yeah. Know? Let me just, just let me somehow turn into a freaking animal with these bars. Just yeah. Off the <laughs> I got, I'm, I'm too, I'm a 40 and a half in right now. Watch yeah. me do this shit. No, so, but, uh, <clears throat> but then I, you know, I got two songs done in three hours. It was, I was like, I was, I was impressed. I was like, this is cool. But like the way that he made the song sound like, I mean, I feel like I'm like, I can't ever record anywhere else. Like this shit sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and it's like, he did this like within the matter of time of me getting done with the second song, chilling in there, shooting shit with him while he's doing it. Boop. Uh, just a basic mix for him, I guess. He's yeah. spent no time on it and just, and I'm like, that's how I feel, uh, Swagger is, dude. Like when I first locked in with him, I just knew off the bat, like, damn, he just elevated my sound like so much. And we became real tight over the years. But he's always, like, somebody I'll go back and say, like, he really, like, you know, kind of, like, reminded me of my potential. Because what I was going to before, I knew I was good, but he kind of gave it that that yeah. sonic boost, you know? Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's badass. And, uh, you know, I, I imagine you probably – it's probably cool for the sake of just getting out and, you know, mingling with people, being able to go – when you go to the studio. Like, I'm not saying that everything about going – fuck going to the studio now. I'm just saying, like – it's, yeah. it's cool that you got your own shit, but I imagine there's also some pros to just being out and about, like mixing Absolutely. and mingling at the studio and shit. Yeah. Cause it gets boring by yourself. You know, you want people to kind of, well, I've yeah. never been a fan of like a bunch of people in the room type shit. Cause I, yeah. you know, when I lock in, I lock in, but it's yeah. like, it's cool having Swagger's ear as like reassurance. Right. Yeah. See, for me, like, I don't know, like it's always been one of those things it's been more so back in the day than the past like two years or so, but. Uh, like if there was too many people around, it's like, I, I would rather not even try to half ass working on music with all these people in here. And you I just would rather party. just focus. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to yeah. just fuck off with y'all, man. See, I, I went through that in high school and I'd realized I'd listen to the music we made. And I'm like, yeah, it was cool in the moment, but this ain't me. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is just, you know, and it's like, it's really hard to open up, you know, if you're, if you're that kind of rapper, Facts. like, it's like, it's really hard to open up when there's like people around. And I mean, me personally, like, I, I mean, 
I don't give a fuck, you know, but in the mm-hmm. same breath, I didn't give a fuck then. I might would give a fuck now. You know what I'm saying? I've had plenty of time like to detach from being like thrown off all the time that like, I'm like, I actually have to deal with my emotions and shit. So like, yeah, I might I guess, be bothered by having to be that vulnerable yeah. with the big ass. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times I make like on the all bar special, I was super personal EP. Like some of them verses, you don't want just random people here and like, as you record it, cause you know, the process gets, I ain't gonna say emotional, but it, you know, it gets really real and you don't want just everyone in there experiencing that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially <laughs> probably at this point, like, I mean, you, you've been making music for a couple of years now and uh, imagine at this point too, especially, you know, <clears throat> growing older as well. Like if you've had this, this Avenue to express yourself already for a handful of years, you're co- that comfortable enough to where you, uh, you've already kind of been exposing yourself Right. So as an artist. It's like you, you, you want to be a rapper and you want to be an artist. You want to get out there. You want to do things. So you're popping online. Like you popping when you're somewhere like you, you, you want to be that guy, even yeah. if you're like, you know, you, you're not, not a dickhead way is what I'm saying. It's like, you want to naturally, you want to be that guy, even if it's not, I don't know how to explain what I'm saying. <laughs> you, get what, you get what I'm talking about. Like, I feel you. you I feel you. Yeah. But in the same breath, it's like, you know, you get older, you also can kind of, you start to get introspective is what I'm saying. I feel like. Absolutely. That's- I think introspective, that's a word a lot of people have said about my, my newer music. It's like, you're really tapping into yourself. Cause at first it was like, you know, it was Mac Miller comparisons left and right, which I get that. That's one of my biggest inspirations. But I feel like when I, you know, got word from people I respected that it's like, hey, D. Shaw, like, you know, you're drifting away from that frat rap sound. You know what sure. I'm saying? Like, you're get you're finding your own lane, and that's really the best thing. You know, is finding truly finding your sound. Yeah, and yeah. mine happened to be just that introspective, just you know, lyrical type yeah. shit. Yeah, dude. F- I, man, all bar special. Out now, by Let's the way. Let's get to the All Bar special. Out now, <laughs> all platforms, all that shit. You know? Yeah, I can't even. I can't even. For, for I can't believe that I allowed us to go this far without talking about the fact. It was that- just natural, man. Everything <laughs> was just flowing, bro. Dude, man, I'm telling you. Look, this is this is a a, a pretty solid project. Now, mind you, I, like I said, I briefly over the past couple of days have gone through and listened to some of your older catalog, but I tried to listen to this project as many times as I could throughout the past couple of days. And usually I'll press play on Spotify because I don't have an account or wait. Yeah. I can't remember. I listen to Spotify and I listen, this isn't on uh SoundCloud. Is it? It is. It is on SoundCloud. Is it on it didn't Spotify? Release on the, it's on, it's everywhere now, but it, okay. uh, it took a few days to get on SoundCloud, okay. but I put it on there. Okay. Well, I was listening to it on one of them. I usually I'll press play on one of them or whatever playlist mm-hmm. I'm listening to and throw it in my pocket. So, but with yours, so it played in like a shuffle, but I want you to tell me which songs are your favorite three songs off of this project. Okay. Um, well, there's seven total, but one's an intro skit. So we'll say six actual records. Um, okay. That's hard, man. They're so like, like dear to my heart, you know, like yeah. I, I really love all of them, but the ones that I keep finding myself going back to is taking my time. Yeah. Um, eerie interlude. I love the interlude. It's just, it's me like hundred percent and probably transparent, dude. Transparent was the single that I was promoting a few months before it came out, but yeah, taking my time, eerie interlude and transparent. Dude. It's the ones I listen to the most. 
And so did you, were these songs that you recorded with uh, the guy you were talking about or is this something? Yeah, um, I recorded all seven with either DJ Kell or Swagger. Yeah. You know, they mixed, they mastered, they did all the technical side of it, you know. That's awesome. Damn. Mm-hmm. And so now just, did you say you, you live in New Orleans? I live in Zachary, actually. Zachary, right outside of New Orleans. Or right, uh, outside right outside of, of BR, yeah. It's about yeah. 30 minutes from Baton Rouge. But Man, it's still considered East Baton Rouge Parish. It's kind of like a, you know, outskirt town. Yeah, I should be ashamed <laughs> of myself. My my dad and his family were, like, born and raised in Lafayette. So, like, that's when we went. When my folks were still together when we were a kid, we used to go down to Louisiana all the time. And then, mm-hmm. obviously, being in the music scene, going to concerts, whether playing or watching – we were always in Louisiana and I've heard Zachary. I'm so ashamed of myself. Somebody from new Orleans is like, no man, fucking Zachary's not over here. You dickhead. Oh no. Zachary is, is really known for sports, man. Like I went to Zachary high, the football team. They won fucking state this year. And of the four year, no, I went to Zachary three years, the three years I was there, they won twice. So it's like, it's a small town, but like, you know, it's got, it's a, uh, you know, notability. Yeah. That's crazy though. <laughs> yeah. Man, Louisiana's got a lot of, uh, a lot of sports players. Yeah. dude. It's just the South hot spot. Dude. Yeah. There's some <laughs> grinders out here, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, because I imagine it's like, there's probably other places in the country where like, they're like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a sport that they're like, would be in like soccer is a really big thing around here. You know, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. Not in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not here either though, but I'm just saying like, like those programs fight to stay alive. Usually <laughs> like your team Even has though, to I like think... come in state if they think they're going to last for the next five years. Yeah. They have to. Or like the budget snipped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're only allowed but to have three players. We it's can't crazy because soccer. Players. I think soccer is like the most watched sport on a worldwide scale. Yeah, but it's like yeah. coming from where we're from. We who gives a fuck? You know? Yeah, no offense to soccer <laughs> enthusiasts out there, but it's like I've never kicked a ball. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's funny. I mean, when I was a kid, we played rec league soccer because that's like you could play rec league soccer before you could even play baseball. I'm sure, but mm-hmm. like. And, you know, I think it, it was two different times a year. So, I mean, you a lot of those kids probably played baseball, too. I did for two years, but fuck that. I didn't like going to bat. I thought I was going to get hit every time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Talking about baseball? Yeah. But I was also, yeah. like, I think it was 10 and 11. <laughs> that, was, I, like, uh, that was my first, like, passion, passion before the rap. I played baseball for, like, over a decade. Oh, wow. You know, That's I awesome. Got to high, I got to high school, played freshman year, and I was, like, you know, all the temptations of partying and girls. And, yeah. All the vices kind of took over, which sucks because who knows, but it doesn't suck because I would have never started rapping. Yeah. So it is what it is. Hey, it worked out. I mean, you wouldn't be playing baseball right now. That's for sure. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I was just talking about because of your hand. Right. Um, that's my right hand, too. I was a pitcher, too. So. Oh, man. Damn. That's, that's a question. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, uh, I was never really that good at baseball, but by the time I got done playing rec league soccer when I was 13, I was actually pretty badass. Like to the point where I was like, I kind of want to go to my, we were homeschooled, me and my brother, but like, uh, <laughs> you just slam your computer down. Yeah. Homeschooled. I'm no. from public school, man. <laughs> no, but, uh, we were homeschooled. So. I wanted to go to public school to play soccer. I was like, fuck this. I was like, I'll go to school and I'll play soccer. And because I want to continue to play soccer because rec league didn't have anything past 13, but 
after that like winter and some that Christmas actually, I believe my mom and dad, it might've been the next Christmas, but they bought me and my brother like a drum set and a bass guitar because we had like started showing interest in like music and punk bands and shit like that. And right. the rest was history. I was like, fuck soccer. I was like, I'm yeah. going to play music, dude. I'm going to shred on these drums, man. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> crazy, crazy uh, scenario, the way it all played out. But, and then I eventually got into rap music and now I make a podcast and rap. <laughs> so, hey, 2022, man, it is what it is. Dude, hey, it's the move. I mean, why not? I mean, might as well drop an NFT, bro. Dude, don't play with me, bro. I'm out here. I'm working yeah. on something, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on something. And, dude, and it's one of those kind of things, man. I got a day job, bro. You know, I got a family. I, I All this other stuff. All my eggs aren't in the basket anymore, but it works out because I get to do so much more shit now comfortably. Yeah. Now that I also have this other stuff, you know, like I've got exactly. the family thing and the you know a steady job for eight years straight you know i say you can't fuck with the boy no i'm sorry i'm just, just it, it, it's an exciting thing man it's uh but i say all, i'm only saying all that to say that it is funny that you said the nft thing it's like because now it's like usually pick people will pick on me but okay so uh what was joe rogan's episode about yesterday yeah. and i'm like hey man fuck you <laughs> <laughs> fucking nfts i saw uh you familiar with the nelk boys yeah, they just well, launched some shit and breaking all these records on Discord and whatnot. So, you know, I don't. I hope it's not like a little trend this NFT thing, but I might have to tap into it myself. Dude, I mean, it seems like it's the wave. I mean, it seems like the new. Okay, look, I mean, it goes into a deeper conversation, one that we've had on this podcast a couple of times. Kind of actually is something we're all kind of li- living through anyway. But with like the the metaverse and shit, like like the actual just like how deep you can dig into like the conversation of what that is. Right. Like let's just say at base value, like it's going to be an alternate reality and they're going to, people are going to be selling and doing all this different shit inside of there. So much commerce. It's like, but when you like really start to hone in on what that is, it's like, it is like a whole different reality and everything like all kind of consumerism again like in 4d or some shit you know like it's weird man it's it's very weird you know? it, it it is weird man especially when you grew up watching movies like the matrix and shit <laughs> it's almost like it's a rain or a line you know yeah we we'll out here regardless hell yeah it's i mean it would be pretty sick though when it all bo- i mean yeah i'm here for the ride though like i'm not trying to be a doomsdayer about everything like exactly we're, we're, whatever happens it happens <laughs> yeah. at this point you know everything's left field now it's like fuck yeah it. man and it'd be foolish to say that like there hasn't been like a like i feel like our minds have been working overtime these past couple of years bro oh yeah yeah like it's kind of hard to say that they're not like, I mean, obviously, you know, we live in life, life goes on. It's not like we've been just standing still, but just the way that the we've been watching everything happen on a global scale and stuff like that. Good, bad, and ugly. I'm just saying the changes that are happening in the world. It's interesting. It's a very interesting time to live in. <laughs> yes. To say the least. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see the documentaries whenever we get like become old men. Oh yeah, back in 2020. Let me tell you, like, <laughs> good God, what a what a few years. Uh, not just 2020. I say 19 to now. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it, only going to get weirder. Yeah, it's just been a slow progression. I always think to myself, uh, not always. Here, the past, like, you know, probably 
past year or so, I just think like, is this what like old people feel like? They're like, God damn. Like we That's just a like, great perspective. I've, I've always wondered that perspective. Like obviously the older people, they, they can't even turn their brightness up on an iPhone, much yeah. less dig into NFT type shit. They're probably just laid back, just watching it unfold. Like, you know, like, yeah, good like, God, man. Like, you think about like the old ornery ones that are just like, okay, the fucking everything in public like pisses them off. Everything. It's like, it's like you kind of like think to yourself, it's like, man, I wonder if this is, if that's how they became so callous and just like they just watched everything grow, like, or whatever. Yeah. I'm not trying to be negative, like they watched everything grow around them or anything, but watching the world evolve and you just weren't ready. Like, and it's like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, I'm forever just like not okay with how things have evolved. Cause yeah. I'm, I don't necessarily feel that way. I just, I'm just saying like, I wonder if that's what, because like I said, we're along for the ride, bro. <laughs> exactly, man. Strap in. I wish I had the article pulled up. I don't, but uh there is a company out of Russia. Let's just ignore the fact that we might be going to war with Russia, but let's just talk about the fact that there was a company out of Russia that was paying allegedly. I, I never, never dug too deep into it, but $250,000 to use your likeness forever. Use your what? I'm sorry. They want, they want to use your likeness, like your body profile. And oh, they, wow. they, they record over a hundred hours of your voice. What the they, fuck? <laughs> For 250 K. Yes. Why is this just like some, like they're getting samples for cloning or some shit. It, it, it's a, it's a fucking tech company that's doing it. Wow. But apparently they like people are people. There's of course speculation on Reddit and then just people talking shit, but they're basically saying like, it's like a company that will build like their goal is to like build like cyborgs pretty much mm-hmm. like humanoid type robots, which there's those kind of things already, already exist but not on yeah. a mass scale enough to where you're paying people 25, $250,000 to use That's everything. About them. <laughs> That's truly like, that's movie material. I'm sure it's been made, something like that. Fuck. Like you said with the Matrix, this shit has been un- unraveling, man. Dude, I'm telling you. like, I just hope no human centipede shit pops up next. You know? <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be worried. Like, okay, if that's what's going on, like, I might, you know, it's over with. That's going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. What a weird film. Dude, you know they made three of them? I only watched the first. Dude, I watched the first one all and the And I way. hate that I watched it. Yeah. I hate the- I watched that shit. I can assure you it doesn't get any better. Like no, I, I it does not get would. any better. And I'm not I'm saying good that in a good that. way. <laughs> if someone were to recommend, dude, you got to watch the follow up. I'd tell them like, absolutely not. Like I'm clean off all that. You know, <laughs> I don't need these thoughts. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to give you just a brief summary. The, the, the dude, like the guy, there's this dude that jerks off with like sandpaper like Jesus it's just Christ. they they lean into it, bro. In the second one, I, I never watched. I never watched the third one. Don't watch it, man. We don't. Dude. We don't need these <laughs> these thoughts. These these graphics. We don't need it. They did. They did <clears throat> say the third one takes place in a jail, and it's a five hundred man prison or something like that. Just men only. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck all that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> At least well, I'll tell you what chick. the Saw series. The Saw series was weird. But it wasn't weird to like, I don't want to watch it. Like, I've seen every saw. Yeah. Voluntarily. I liked it. Yeah. It it was cool. Saw was cool. It was enough. (laughs) You know, the plot, everything. It was more like, than just, let's see how weird we can get while not (laughs) being fucking banned off the dark web, you know? (laughs) 
fuck. Hey, look, I'm going to get another. Truly, I'm feeling these things. I'll be right back. Go for it, brother. Yo, what's going on, guys? Do you live in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, or somewhere within 50 miles of here, or like 100 miles, or 1,000 miles? Do you want a tattoo? Well, you need to hit up my homeboy, poundcake.tattoos on Instagram. Listen, this guy, a.k.a. Manny Anderson, is based out of the Ink Company in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and he is on the rise. Yes, you heard me, on the rise. $40 minimums, and he is uh, ready to take your order right now. He'll throw whatever you want on your uh, your your calf. He'll throw whatever you want on your neck, I think. He'll throw whatever you want on your forehead. Maybe not. But listen, you should try it. I'm telling you, just try it because he might say yes. Look, outstanding guy, Manny Anderson, and a, and a rising star in the tattoo world. You heard me. Rising star. Shout out to you, Manny, and thank you for what you've done for this podcast and for all of your friends that love you so much. Also, if you would be interested in supporting this podcast financially, you can do so by sending anywhere from 50 cents to 50 grand to Cash App Organic Poison. Poison has one O, so that's P-O-I-S-N, or paypal.com slash Shane Izzo. I appreciate you guys for listening, even if you don't pay me, even if you don't hit up Manny, even if you do not follow poundcake.tattoos on Instagram, you should share this podcast. And if you do not want to share it, you should at least go listen to the other 74 episodes. Thanks, guys. Back to the show. Newsweek.com. Okay. Robot company offers $200,000 for right to use one's App, one applicant's face and voice forever. What the fuck? <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? Like, what do you want that for, man? Why is it, why is it so valued? Here, here you go. Everyone will now be able to order a robot with any appearance for professional or personal use, said Alaski Lusahakov, chairman of the board of directors at, of Prom, Prom, Promobot, in a statement at the time. There you huh. go. Yeah, so I, I guess think of that. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they need my shit. That's for sure. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't even have a theory for that. I'm, like I said, it's 2022. Nothing's surprising me at this point, dude. I don't know, man. I think these people are going to do whatever they want. Whoever these people are. <laughs> yeah, who are these people exactly? Like, <laughs> fuck. I mean, in really, in all actuality, you could just say that as a general statement, because if you think about like, think about all the different factions and tribes and in society that just happen to exist of people, cultures among subcultures among subcultures, and what have you, race, religion, and creed, you know, <laughs> all the different things. They all mm-hmm. have their different things. But uh, oh man, I was going somewhere with this. Oh, but yeah, these people are going to do what they want. <laughs> You could that you could apply that to any anybody out there. Anyone, the, these people are going to do what they want, and that that is more true now that I've learned than ever before. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, hey, it is what it is. Like you said, twenty twenty two. Yeah. So, so what when it comes to doing shows and shit, man? How often do you get out and go do shows and stuff? I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. Downhill. We had we had a. Uh, I don't know if you heard my album or EP, The Kid from the Z. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure I've heard a couple of songs in the past few days. That was, uh, I ain't going to say what put me on because I'm still not on, like, in my eyes, like, blown up yet. But sure. 
when that era, like 2019 before COVID, I was doing shows like that summer. I was doing shows like every weekend. Like I was getting booked. Things are going great. Was filming visuals. Uh, it's all kind of shit going in my favor. Yeah. And then boom, this COVID shit hits, and I kind of went on a dry spell for like almost a year just because shit got shut down, you know. Yeah. But I haven't done like I haven't up. done a live show <laughs> since June, and that was at the Republic in New Orleans. But I'm thinking about just starting to do my own, like host my own, because it. You know, and th- those situations, I was getting booked, which is yeah. amazing. It's a blessing. But when you come out of pocket and throw your own, that's when you really see, like, all right, who's going to pull up? You know, yeah. I don't have no middleman promoter. This is all my budget. But that's what's next on the uh, on the list, man. Start doing my own shows. Unless, you know, if any promoters are watching, please book me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We're, we're down to clown out here. But <laughs> slows have been uh, – not slows. Shows have been slow. So yeah. they'll pick back up, though. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. For some reason, like Hattiesburg, which is right next to where I live, it's like uh, it's not big enough for like people to be so bad, like tripping about COVID. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like usually, like the bigger cities are the ones that are like way more interested in like the restrictions and shit. Like Jackson, like they're yeah. not. Well, that's New Orleans down here. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and I I get it. Like whatever. Like if that's what how you if ever, that's how everybody's giving it up there, then by all means. But it's like here, it's not it's not big enough for everybody to be tripping about it. Like there's too many right. people who don't give a fuck. And I'd say, yeah. uh, in the past few months though, man, I've, I've been seeing shows pop off, but like I said, I, uh, not to sound like I'm a, you know, I'm the shit or anything, but I don't, <laughs> I don't do, I don't do the open mics no more. I don't do yeah. the, uh, the, you know, the hookah lounge performances. Like if I don't perform, you got to book me, you know, cause yeah. that's just what it is now. And I'm just, like I said, I'm tired of waiting, so I'm about to just start calling these venues and like, look, what's the deal? Like, we'll do this shit out of pocket. Yeah, yeah. You give me buy me a beer. <laughs> like, I'll come yeah. turn up and bring some people. Oh with man, me. <laughs> that's funny you say that. My uh, my first varsity appearance, I wasn't headlining, but shout out DJ Do Guys, he threw me on the ticket. Hell yeah, we just got fucking hammered, man. Like we was <laughs> backstage. We're 18, 19 years old. Free liquor, free this, free that. So we're just I'm drinking. And I drink a lot, so it's yeah. like I thought I was cool. But I get out on stage, and there's actually a vlog of that shit if you ever want to watch it. And I just Hell I yeah. wouldn't say I wrecked my set because the energy was just so high, but I was forgetting words, this and that. But <laughs> it was more like a party on stage. We were like pouring shots to these girls, probably underage. We ended yeah. up getting fined like a lot of money, but the promoters were like, "Y'all put on a fucking show. We'll pay it again." Like hell yeah. So we have fun <laughs> on stage, man. I'm I'm not an alcoholic. Yeah. I think that's a bad word, but <laughs> I get what you're you know, saying. I'm not performing sober, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I mean, most people don't. <laughs> I mean, I can't smoke either. I've tried that. I do smoke, but I've cut back a lot. But when I yeah. smoke and get on stage, uh, not oh, a fan. yeah, I can't even not a fathom fan. that. <laughs> I can't even fathom that. Not these days. I probably could have, you know, eight nine years ago, but not right. now. I'd be like, oh my god, what the fuck, bro? It's just yeah. I'm smoking it just it, you tend to over well, I do from my experience I tend to it wasn't as free as it once was it was more of like inviting all this paranoia and shit shit that I didn't need but it, yeah. it took me a while to grow up like you want to be less paranoid less in your head stop fucking smoking as much yeah exactly That's all it was. <laughs> but my you know your homie here hit this blunt bro yada yeah. yada it's like when you're, you're when you're getting mixy and shit if you're chilling with everybody all the time then it's like it's hard to just fucking be like dude I need to like you know, pay my phone bill. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I have got to like try to get it together for a second. Facts. But 
And that's funny, you know, like Meek Mill actually posted something the other day. He was like, I smoke weed every day. He's like, and I don't know why, because like, as soon as I smoke, I get depressed. He's like, it's uh, weird, he's like, man. And that's it, when I think the addiction conversation pops up. Like, is weed addicting? I'm not the one know. to answer yeah. that. But for me personally, yeah, it was because I was still doing it, even though I was aware of the harm it was causing mentally. You know, right. I'd say that's an addiction. Yeah, definitely. It's it's it is very interesting, too, because. What's funny to me, though, and it's like I'm not about to just go on like an anti-weed rant or nothing because I fucking am not at all that guy. Disclaimer, that's not what we're doing. Spark up. I am the polar opposite of that. But If I you am, can handle it, salute. Yeah, I, I'm just – I think it to myself, especially whenever you get into those times like smoking every day, like routine – to me, it's like it almost like destroys the point for me because for one, like, like I don't, I don't drink all the time no more. I used to drink all day and I say all day, every day. I mean, I've worked a steady job. This like printing yeah. t-shirts and shit like for forever now. But, right. but prior to that, I mean, my early twenties, like all day, every day. And even when I was working this job, the first couple of years, as soon as I got off of work, dude, we're There's either going lot. to get, we're either going to get drunk and smoke, smoke and drink, whatever it was. And it was like, but for me, it was like my drug of choice throughout my entire life. All the different shit I've done, it's always been alcohol. Like Thanks. I say always when I was young, like a teenager, I, I just was doing whatever, like right. <laughs> whoever. But when it got to where I was having to have some kind of like steadiness in my life, it's always alcohol. I was alcohol like, man. is just, it's the shit, man. You know, like if you're like going through a lot, not saying you need to you know, go drink whenever you're going through shit. But I mean, it just eases everything, you know, like yeah. don't get blackout every time you drink, which is right. something I had to fucking, you know, I struggled with that. It's like, I can't have right. a casual beer. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's just so like a couple beer, like this podcast, I'm like, I'm drinking a little bit and it's just sure. like, it is what it is. Yeah. And see, if this was the weekend, I would, I would have a, a six pack of uh, <laughs> you know, 16 ounces in the fridge. Like yeah, It would be plastered. Or- yeah, I might I might get buck wild and have a buy one of those boxes with like an eight pack in it, an eight pack Ooh. of sixteen ounces. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. getting wild this week. Tell me this, man. What's your uh, what's your beer of choice? Like your go to at the gas station? Okay, <clears throat> if I'm going, if I go into, the, if I'm going to chill with people, like if we're going out to go hang out with somebody and I need to get a six pack, I'm probably if I'm not going to try to you know pretend that I'm like a bougie. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I, I don't give a fuck about craft beer like that. Your IPAs, so, and all yeah, I don't care yeah. about that stuff. If somebody offers me a beer of any caliber like that, I'm obviously going to take it. Well, that's rule one. You got to take yeah. it free beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, I will, I will get usually get Coors Light. Coors Light or Banquet. Oh well, now that's what I hear. If I'm going out to drink with somebody, I'll get or like if we're going over someone's house, Coors Light because. Okay. You never know. Like, I mean, if we're going out to party, then I'm going to probably get like a 15 pack of Keystones or some shit or an 18 pack. I don't know why I would get a 15 pack. A 15 pack would be to come home. But like, if I'm, if I'm coming, going to, if I'm grabbing some beer on Friday, come back out to this dry ass county I live in, then I'm probably, I'm probably going to get like uh, Miller High Life either in, uh, in the can or the 40 ounce bottles. Right, right. I like the, uh, Speaking of cores, I don't like like the silver bullets. I like the yeah. like the yellow can, the banquets. Yeah, that's a smooth brew, you know. Dude, I don't know where the hat is, but I got. I, yeah, I had a, a dude that used to kick it with us all the time. And he put me on those because I didn't even know they existed for the longest. Bro, time. it's like five sixty for a six pack of Tall Boys. Yeah, it's like sign me up. 
And but like I, my brother or my wife actually got me a uh, a hat with the old school Coors emblem like on the on the front. It's like a dad hat or whatever. Yeah, I've got a a patch blue ribbon hat. I wore the hell out of. You've probably seen it on my Instagram. (laughs) Hell yeah! I'm a fan of the the beer apparel. You know, it's a thing for sure. Like if I was like 25 pounds lighter, I would totally just rock like a tattered up fucking like Budweiser shirt. Yeah. Like I'll just lean into it, like let my fucking hair down or cut it into like a mullet Marga. and just fucking be like, yeah, bitch. But I don't know. Then they'll be like, oh, you know, I was about to say, then they'll be like, oh, he wants to be like Yellow Wolf. But whatever happened, to him, <laughs> I haven't heard anything about Yellow Wolf in a long time. That's one of them guys, man. I, I never got into Yellow Wolf. Obviously, he was signed to Shady, so I was aware of him. Sure. But he just, I don't know, there's that mix of country and rap I've never liked. You know, yeah. I think there's it's this fine line between country music and hip hop and it just shouldn't be emerged in my opinion, <laughs> you know, cause I like, I can appreciate country and I can appreciate, obviously I appreciate rap. Right. But when people think they're whatever good enough to mix the two, I'm just like, I don't, I don't even want to hear it. Like yeah. it's bad. It's bad. I mean, it's definitely not my thing at all. And if it was, that's, it's awesome. Like, uh, yeah, I used to, I used to listen to Yellow Wolf a little bit back in the day before he leaned more into the slum American aspect of it, I guess. Just like, like that swamp sound with the rap and the country and banjos. And it yeah. just, it's not appealing to my ear. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm far more interested in the urban side of things. Like if, if, I mean, if that, rap is called urban and at the Grammys, I believe. So yeah, there you go. You know, let's leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I think that I actually got, I got arrested when I was 19 in Alabama. So we used to have this thing. We were like, we're, we were all serious. Like, I swear to God. I did too, bro. At a fucking concert. <laughs> no way. Which where? Gulf Shores, bro. Uh, it was no, Swiger. No, we keep mentioning way. Swiger. Shout out Swiger. He threw a, a festival. And the cops shut the festival down. So we were like Frank the Tank mode, like, come on, like we're going streaking in the quad, but we weren't going to the quad. We were going to my condo on the beach. We weren't streaking. Yeah. That was just a movie quote. Yeah. Uh, so like we bring the whole after party down there and just, I'm 19 underage. We drink till like the sun comes up. And there's a vlog about that too. Like we got that captured. Damn, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I was 19 arrested in Alabama as well. You know, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I feel like you had to well, know that. Listen, dude, we got it wasn't at all the same scenario. We were going down there to party to meet up with some other friends. Yeah, but we got a homie of mine was throwed off them Zans, and he oh, fucking shit. he walked into a Walgreens and he'd been drinking liquor too. Like his girl was like breaking up with him or something. It He's was wild enough. Yeah, he was just getting that as fucked up as he was supposed to get on the trip like on the way to the trip, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, but he, we walked into Walgreens. He was knocking shit off the walls, like not like because he couldn't stand up, but because he wanted to knock things off the walls. And that was Literally. a code, code red moment for sure. Yeah. But I brought the fucking Xanax and they got us technically when we were getting back in the car. Uh-huh. And the Xanax were in the car and I had to just be like, yeah, they're mine. You know, I, and I hadn't even taken any. It sucked because I wasn't even fucked up when we got arrested. But, yeah. but it was in, I, w- I went to Baldwin County Jail. See, which, we went to Gulf Shores Police Department. Yeah. And you guys probably, you guys, I was in the, in jail for three weeks. So you guys oh, probably, fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were in the drunk tank, bro. Hell you yeah. Know? We got out 12 hours later, literally as soon as we could pass the breathalyzer type shit. Cause I mean, all we had committed was just underage drinking on the beach. Some joggers were riding by, like running by on their morning jog. We were harassing them, doing fucking Oklahoma drills and shit. 
It's a pile of beer cans everywhere. And someone just said, you know what? I think we ought to call some enforcement. And they called us <laughs> red-handed, bro. Like my homeboy, uh, Tangy T, he was shoulder deep in the sand when they walked up. Like they're, they're like, what the Holy fuck shit. are y'all doing? And at that point, we're just like, here's our wrist. Like, yeah, we can't, we can't this hide up. this. <laughs> we can't hide this. Go check our IDs. We're fucked. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And they all, even funnier that story, we all had D Shaw merch on because I just did a show. And so we get in these jail cells and the cops like, what's up with this D Shaw shirt? Like y'all got the same shit on. Is that? You know, is that an organization? And they're like, no, nah, D-Shaw's a rapper. We're actually from Louisiana. He's just performing out here. So the cops are like, you know, we're about to listen to this dude's shit. So I'm taking mug, I'm taking mug shots, putting my little fingerprints in, and they're playing my music. And they're all just kind of like nodding their head, and they turn it off. They're like, dude, we wanted to make fun of you so bad, but, like, that shit's hard. And it was just <laughs> like the awesome. most backhanded comment, like, so can I go type yeah. shit? And they're like, no. <laughs> Like it's not that hard, but yeah, keep do doing I have what a court? Do I have a court date or like? Yeah, they're like, just keep doing what you're doing, but you're fucked, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck when you get out of here. Oh yeah. Damn, dude, that's crazy. So did they get? Did they write y'all tickets or anything? Oh yeah, they gave us the whole nine as far as MIPs go. My oh, yeah. possession, it's like a five hundred dollar fine. Half the half of them didn't pay it, but I did because I, I go out there so often I didn't want them, you know, on my ass. Yeah, definitely. It it would be more worth it in the long run. And not to mention yeah. you can easily find yourself in that same fucking position like two months later. Exactly. So <laughs> not exactly, but you get what I'm saying. I if you're out there leg. if you're out there fucking off partying, you never know. The police just show up at the worst times. Exactly. Like yeah. But it was a it was a hell of an experience, man. I'm glad I can tell the story. Like it was worth it. Yeah. And you said that happened when you was 19. It's happened the summer of 2019. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. dude. That's awesome though. Shout out Swagger Fest. It was a hell of a concert. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And you know, it's part of you wants to say it's like only like 78% fuck the police in that situation because they, at least they said your music was. (laughs) Oh, it's still a solid 95 fuck 12 on that. You know, uh, Hey, it's dude. still fuck 12, but I, that whole thing started off with me saying, fuck the whole state of Alabama. That's like, I just was always on that shit. Like, yeah. and so it was one of those things like yellow wolf reps, Alabama, so hardcore. And it was fuck crimson tide. You know what I'm saying? It's like everything about Alabama can suck my dick. Like that's the way I became. Like, See, I used to say that, but fun fact, bro, fucking Alabama's football team used one of my songs as a hype video. Holy shit. Like, that's I shit awesome. you not. That was one of the first, like, publications i ever got and it wasn't even music related it's fucking alabama football yeah. the video got like hundreds of thousands of views and i was just like okay well you know it's some type yeah. of promo we'll take it yeah exactly you know, i hate alabama but <laughs> i uh i knew the editor the video guy yeah whatever i met him at a fucking summer camp years before and he had been following keeping up with my shit and he's basically like yeah i, I run the videos over at alabama he's like your new single's dope i'm gonna put it in for submission and i'm like yeah whatever like that's cool Next thing I know, like Alabama tags me in a post. I'm like, what the fuck? They ended up using my song. So that was a monumental moment of my short career so far. Dude, that's badass though, man. Yeah, it was awesome. Dude, that's crazy. Fucking Alabama, man. But you got to go through Alabama to get to Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Atlanta's pretty tight too. Well, I don't know what it's like now, but. When we were younger. Uh, I know five years ago, Atlanta was lit. So we'd go out there for like oh, metal the, shows and shit. That's the headquarters for rap right now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No shit. It's like, uh, it's like the LA for rap music. 
I mean, at least that's what I hear. But I also hear Atlanta still got (laughs) Atlanta ain't fucking, you know, uh, it's not entirely gentrified. (laughs) Like they still get it in out there, man. ATL. I need to, I need to travel out there, dude. It's a lot of, it's one of the closest, you know, markets in our area. Yeah. You ever, uh, you ever fuck with anybody or do anything out in Texas? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, this past year, my homie, shout out Tony Dark. He's a producer from Texas. He's a big vinyl guy. Like, you know, like the alchemist, that type of wave. Yes. He's on those type of shits. And he, uh, he found my freestyle on Twitter and he reached out ends up putting me on his album, which released as vinyl, kind of like how Alchemist does it. Yeah, that's so that was an, You know, that was an opportunity to be on vinyl, and I'm like, fucking right. And he's he's got hella connects. He's doing his thing out in Houston. So, yeah, Texas, uh, Tony Dark, yeah, he's got me out there. So that's Dude, one of them. Yeah, that's tight. That's a that's like a uh, – Look, like I'll show modern, you right now, actually. I got my vinyl collection right here. A modern music bucket list is to get on vinyl. <laughs> And exactly, you ain't got it because it's mad expensive. It ain't like printing CDs, like right. Yeah, no, it and dope. it's like a long wait list and shit like that. Or it used to be. Yeah, here we go, right here. Uh, it's a little promo for my boy Tony Dark, uh, the legend of DB Looper, because he's a beat maker. You know, like DB Cooper. Yeah, that's amazing. But uh, Damn, I don't know if you can see track sixteen. It shows my name. Yeah, I see you right there. That's badass. Yeah. So that's something I'm proud of. You know, the boys on wax. Not a lot of SoundCloud rappers can say that. <laughs> yeah. Are you like, I can retire now? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I've arrived. No, I, I say the SoundCloud thing because, like, coming up in high school and, like, even up to about a year ago before I proved my bars, sure. they were like, you're just a SoundCloud rapper, yada, yada. And I just hated that fucking term because, like, I don't have face tats. I don't have these wild color dreads. Like, yeah, my music's like, not 808s with two metaphors per verse. Like, it's. Yeah, it's like that. That obviously, it's like that obviously uh, makes more sense to me than it does you saying it. Like, whoever that person is. Yeah. It's like, it's like that. That's, that's actually offensive to me. <laughs> it's mad offensive. Don't call me no SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. Like, that's I'll like somebody 16 calling you a mumble right rapper. Oh yeah, that's never happened. Like I'll, since like before I started recording, I was freestyling. Like I was known as the kid at parties. Like throw this man on a beat. So that's yeah. kind of how I got my early fan base was just spitting yeah. live off the top. So it was never a question like, oh, he's a mumble rapper. That was never in the picture. Right. That's that's like looking at the sky and saying it's purple. Yeah. Or I guess a better a better color would be like green, because sometimes the, hue, the hue of the not. sky could be purple. <laughs> it could. It could. <laughs> Man, hell yeah. So I guess, you know, what do you, what do you think you've got this project you're pushing right now? The all bar special. All bar That's, special, man. That is, that is what we're pushing hardcore right now. You said you got goals of starting to get back on the grind of getting out and doing shows, man. Look, I'll go ahead and tell you, there's a, there's a nice, like two different little, uh, I say little, two different clicks of different rap artists around here and i don't even want to say clicks because i'm sure they all are cool with each other but uh they're probably not i'm just trying to be humble but (laughs) they uh they all do shows and shit around here in hattiesburg man it's a college town southern miss uh i mean i don't know if if you've ever been out here but uh it's kind they call it the hub city because it's like in between jackson mobile whatever's in louisiana and you know all these different places you got to come through hattiesburg or go all the way to the coast you don't have to come here but yeah 
it's uh but no it's it's pretty tight though man they got a a, a pretty active scene is what i'm that's that's what i was trying to say earlier was you know around here people still getting their shit off like there's a couple of spots to do shows and stuff and they rotate you know everybody yeah. does they do shows at different spots but don't get me wrong man if someone calls from hattiesburg i'm there man they just Hell yeah. Set it up. You know, I don't discriminate stages. Hell yeah. Man, they got this, uh, it's, I, I don't want to even say it's a dive bar, but like it's, it's the spot where like the hooligans hang out. Like people, I, I, best way I can think to put it is people like us typically would hang out there. And, uh, it's, it's the spot. Like they, they get, they have some, they get some pool, they got some pool tables and shit in there. You know, it's, it's like, uh, kind of like the, the ducked off spot. You know, there's a Maybe place the, called. Uh, the punch and bag game type yeah, shit. Yeah, I think they might have one of those in there now, honestly. Yeah. And, you know, jukebox and shit, but they have shows there like every weekend. And it's like rap shows? That, well, they'll have like maybe like once or twice a month they'll have rap shows there, but okay. they have they have all kinds of bands and shit play there too. It's like a right. smaller stage, but you could fit you could fit a shitload of people in there actually, but Yeah. Um, but, you know, even even still, you get 100 people in there, it's a party, you know, it's lit. Facts. And it's all kind of like somewhat like-minded people, you know, and, and it's always a good time because they have their little community. That's also kind of what I was adding to was yeah. they, you know, be able to link up with some of those. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely put the word out to a few of them too, because yeah. it'd be dope to get you out here, man. And tell them know. I'm trying to, you know, we'll pull up. Hell yeah. And there, I think there's a few of these guys out here that you would mesh really well with probably fucking want to do you know it, it'd be a good connections to have as far as just an, in a different city for sure mm-hmm. but uh i'll definitely try to uh put the word in because i, I mean obviously i'm gonna be promoting the shit out of you the next couple of days anyway for yeah, this show, so that's love bro like yeah. wherever wherever i can get in i'll go you know dude absolutely well before now, we i get- say that you know i'm not like fiending to perform like you know the, <laughs> yeah. the bags the bags gotta be there yeah like, it's like i'm i'm pulling up man you know I've, I've declined some shows respectfully yeah you know but like at Hell this yeah. point it's like i i can pull a fan base so it's like there should be no reason for like y'all to be profiting so much and me not get a cut because i've been through that shit too where it's right. like oh like pay to perform type shit yeah and you, you learn, thankfully oh, i've been doing it. this shit since i was a teenager so like i know now like you ain't about to hit me with your little oh but you're paying you're paying for the experience, the audience. Like, no, motherfuckers. Yeah. If Jay Z's not in the crowd, I don't, I don't want to hear. It, you <laughs> yeah, know? Exactly. Like, damn it, exactly. screw my money. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I was like, I bet I could pay one of these fucking people, you know, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars to have an hour long conversation with me over Zoom before I fucking paid to perform in front of the people I brought here. You know exactly. what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly, man. And I realized that early. I was like, you know what? Yeah, they put me on a stage. They covered DJ calls, yada yada. But at the end of the day, I'm bringing through the audience. So yeah. it's like if I'm not getting paid, this makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. I'm most certainly not paying you. Like most <laughs> certain, I did that once when I was like 16, bro, and I was like, well, technically it was a it was like a an independent artist contest. There was some prizes on the line type shit, but it's still yeah. just the whole purpose. By the way, any like upcoming rappers, people starting off, do not pay to play. Like just. Don't fucking do it. If you yeah. can't bring a fan base, you're not ready to perform straight up. Like, yeah. don't pay for that shit. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just fucking like think about you, what you could spend that money promoting yourself online. Oh, music right. videos, <laughs> yeah. ads, studio times, anything else but performing in front of 12 people with a maybe one of them has a blue check on Instagram. You know, yeah. you're not making money. Exactly. The only reason they have a blue check is because they're successful. They probably bought it. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? They're successfully uh, making a substantial living and making themselves look cool off of your ass and everybody that is paying to perform. Exactly. Yeah, that shit's crazy. I mean, but it's a thing, man. People do it all the time. I mean, it's a... It, Internet's just so goddamn deceiving now, man, because yeah. it's like these labels, they're looking for followers, engagement, all this, but you can buy all that shit. Yeah. And like, I think it's obvious, my opinion, like when you're looking at these comments and it's the straight same emojis from everybody commenting, like nothing, yeah. it's all just generic comments. And it's like, it's obvious to pick out from my opinion, but yeah, some people well, still get fooled by that shit. Well, dude, then what's crazy is somebody like me or you could get online and like, let's just say you have, let's just say you have five grand to spend. You could float that. You could be a, a, the most popular motherfucker in the world for a year with that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Not in the world, but definitely in your city. People would think yeah. that you were a god outside of your city. People in the yeah. city would know. You know, if you're come coming to the show. Yeah, come yeah. live show. You ain't got no <laughs> ticket sales. Like, yeah. But you got 20K on Instagram. Like, what the like fuck? what's going on here, bro? Like, you've been, yeah. not only did, it's not like you bought that shit like 10, 15 years ago and it's just still sitting there. It's like, no, you are currently acting like you are the top motherfucker around here and you right. can't, you can't bring and put people in. And, and ultimately, when it all boils down to it, is if you can sell merch or if you can put asses in seats or or, you know, that's metaphorically speaking, asses and seats <laughs> or sell merch. That's the only way. If you, if your goal is to go out here and, and bootlick some label owner, then yeah. that's what you need to have up. You know, like exactly, like you said, man. engagement, of course, too. But they need to see that there's a there's a way for them to make. They don't really give a fuck about how good your fucking music is. It's like they they give a fuck about how much other people think your music is or like what do they think of what like yeah, you said engage it's, it's never and that's what i'm going through right now because it's like i know i know how hard my shit is like it's just not even bragging like i know the work i put in i know the experiences everything laid out on the microphone like i know what it, i know what i'm about yeah and I've, I've never cared for someone to like validate me or whatever like when right. the time's ready it'll come do not try to buy followers don't look the part you got to be the part absolutely you know? that's a quote <laughs> Don't look the part. You got to be the part. You know, everybody wants to look it, but yeah. it is what it is. Any, That's the internet. The, That's the, the digital thing. age in a rap. I was about to say anybody can look it. So I'm saying like you got but, these girls out here thinking they're influencers because they're just, let's be honest, they're fine as fuck. And like yeah. a lot of thirsty ass dudes in their comments, but you're, you're not an influencer. You're not a celebrity. Like it's yeah. just, it's just an Instagram account that could be deactivated tomorrow. And then what yeah. do you do? Or because, you know. or because you have an OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> because 17 dudes paid for your pussy. Or yeah, paid to yeah. see your pussy. <laughs> Thank you, bro. I wasn't even going to mention OnlyFans. I ain't hating on my OnlyFans, girls. Like, hey, get no, your dude, bag. It's stop not acting a, like you're Kim Kardashian out here, you know? Yeah, like, it's it's not... It, I, th- I think it's more with people... And this is not exclusive to women, but men just have a different way of expressing it. But it's more of a personality thing. We right. just have become so, uh, our, what matters the most is, and I think that that, I think that's why you got so many, so many lonely ass dudes out here. Lonely ass dudes because these girls literally have the pick of the litter. Like literally any one of these dudes that just fucking. They just scroll through the yeah, inbox, bro. Yeah. Like. You're just another account. These dudes will hop in their fucking Z71 and be there in like 10 seconds. These fucking. Z71 dudes. with the yeah. lift kit. You got the light bar. Look, dude, these these dudes from National Guard are coming home from deployment, hopping in their charger and driving their ass straight over there to you. They, if you say, come to me, boy, they are coming home. 
That is yeah, exactly what's going to happen. And be, and it's like, and they're already paying you. So <laughs> because whether it be like, I'm not really, and obviously this isn't every fucking dude and it's not every girl, but it's just the way that shit goes, man. It's, and it's weird. But then you've got dudes who are like normal guys. Are like, I, I don't know. That's something kind of weird. I say normal guys. You have more reserved dudes that are like, I'm not really just trying to put my credit card on your only fans. <laughs> you know, like maybe we can go grab some queso perhaps yeah. and, you know, could you send those pictures exclusively to me? Because like free you're of gonna, charge. You yeah. Know? As soon as you say that, blocked. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I feel bad for my homies, man. Me and my girl have been together for quite some time, which we've been married for almost four years, and uh, we were together a few years before that. But you know, my homies tell me stories and shit about like them being on Tinder. When my coworkers here lately have been talking about it, and they're like, "Man, it's fucking horrible." They're like, "Dude, dude. If, if you actually get to talking to a chick, you're like, oh, this is it, bro." And they're like, oh, "I charge. Is that cool?" And it's like, bro, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Tinder is such a dead end, like <laughs> such a dead. Like me, I'm single as fuck. Yeah. I get on, I get on Tinder. I fuck around, you know. When I when I get a nibble, I'll check my phone, like you know who I match with. But I, I know not to take any of it. Yeah. Seriously, because even if it's not a catfish or a scammer, or if it's one hundred, if it's an actual human that swiped on you, then anxiety kicks in, and you're like, "Oh my exactly. god!" Exactly, <laughs> it's like, "What the fuck?" And then you realize she's talking to twelve other people. Yeah. So then it's just, I'm not competing for a, a Tinder profile. Yeah, you know? dude, I feel you. It's like it's t- it, like I don't know. I I, comp- I completely agree, and that's another reason why I'm like, well, you know. I guess the times they are changing, you know, it's like, I don't know. Back to 2022, man. Yeah, dude. 2022. Fuck it. But yeah, bro, tell them where they can find you online, dude. And, uh, obviously I'll, I'll link the shit out of everything too. Yeah, bro. It's D Shaw, D S H A W two, two, five, no space. That's everywhere. That's just my main handle. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all the streaming platforms, just D Shaw two, two, five. You'll find it. That's awesome. That's a uh, smart branding. <laughs> yeah. You can find a way to use the same thing for everything. Right. Hell yeah, man. Well, dude, I appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah. And you know, you're a pretty easy conversationalist. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you, you're more than welcome to come on this show anytime you want to, bro. And obviously, I'm still going to be in touch with you. I found peace, look, not really, but it feel like it could have wrote about the shit that I wish and exist. God damn, I need to focus on the real topics, look, forget the kids, watch the shit, but I ain't much of a role model. My religion must have came from the wrong ground, but I ain't viewing things the same as these old timers. Nah, let me get back to this peaceful mood. It's amazing what them certain kind of trees will do. I needed proof, a little bit of reason, too, that I was dope enough to prospect, open up my conscious, realizing I'm a monster when it comes to the rhyme. Sacrifice a hell of mostly money and time. Shit going up in my favor, that's the word to the vines, yeah. Had to learn from the lies. Cause sometimes they coming in a perfect disguise like perfect disguise. This is Dalfire. Rest in peace to Mr. Robin Williams. Hope we finally somewhere he can calmly fit in. Cause it's where we live and folks is robbing killing. Homeless living with no pot to pissing. Trying to eat without a pond of fishing. I can't complain about my position. Not my position. Feeling transparent. Let the sun through me like a bed of water. Like a bed of water. In the sea swimming. Finally clear headed. Be back after a while. Be back after a while. Nah. Never, never wanna leave. Life ain't really what it seems. I've been trapped up in my dreams. Cause nothing is real. Nothing is real. Feeling transparent. Let the sun through me like a bed of water. Like a bed of water. In the sea swimming. Finally clear headed. Be back after a while. Be back after a while. Nah. Never, never wanna leave. Life ain't really what it seems. I've been trapped up in my dreams. Cause nothing is real. Nothing is real. I swear it's all shady like a catalog and nothing but slim. Down in shadow while we let the guns rip. Blunt slip, much slip through the mystic forest. Gotta lift it off. 
Yeah, that's something you ain't used to. It's like who's who, it's like who's who. Cause everybody on the same shit. Getting caught up in these same trends. Fuck, there I go again. Can't get caught up in the misery. I just been killing, be chilling and feeling free. Most of the time I be trapped though. Tripping, thinking that I plateaued. Know my people wonder where the fuck I'm heading. Gotta reassure them I be back though. Hope they leave a key by the back door. Just in case I forget mine. I've been on a mission through some choppy waters. Lost a lot of luggage in the riptide. I know a lot of us been feeling real tired. And sick of those that's pretend kind. Keep your chin high. Never miss signs. Cause I promise, dog, all this shit's fine. Look. Feeling transparent, let the sun through me like a bed of water. Like a bed of water. In the sea swimming, finally clear headed. Be back after a while. Be back after a while. Nah. Never, never wanna leave. Life ain't really what it seems. I've been trapped up in my dreams. Cause nothing is real. Nothing is real. Feeling transparent, let the sun through me like a bed of water. Like a bed of water. In the sea swimming, finally clear headed. Be back after a while. Be back after a while. Nah. Never, never wanna leave. Life ain't really what it seems. I've been trapped up in my dreams. Cause nothing is real. Nothing is real.